0: Texas, history has its place. On the other side of Texas, justice
1: rules the case. They don't like it, they don't love it. They say we're all wrong, but on the other side
0: of Texas halls, we roll along. Hey there, howdy. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for telling a friend that you hang out here on the other side of Texas. What we appreciate and like about you is you're telling more and more friends that uh, the little outpost on the Caprock, the little show that could, continues to exceed and... And uh surpass expectations. And we hope that we surpass yours. Stay Jay West Texas Leeson here in the Captain's Chair, broadcasting from the studios at Made Buddy Holly famous, where we rave on and be a part of the program. You can text in your thoughts as we roll along, eight oh six seven four five fifty eight hundred, just here for an hour. No don't have time to take calls, but we'll take text to eight oh six seven four five 5800 end of the week edition of The Other Side which typically on Fridays we've got Daniel the digital millennial guru in studio he's who brings the show to you on the world wide web whether that's Facebook or anywhere you can get a podcast that's about right right was that me?
1: that was me my apologies yeah pretty much everywhere now Stitcher Spotify Google Play, who listens to
0: podcasts on Google Play?
1: um Google Play,
0: what we need to do oh, about
1: you, like two thousand people
0: to our show, yeah, okay, well, thank you for listening on Google Play,
1: and then uh, <clears throat> with uh iTunes, I'm looking at almost nineteen thousand,
0: okay, so uh humble brags there as we go along. had a good week there, Daniel.
1: Oh, well, I've had an excellent week.
0: You were pretty disappointed in me yesterday.
1: Yeah, technical difficulties, you know.
0: No, not a tech. I just didn't push the button twice like I was supposed to. We lost the episode. If you're listening, you're wondering what happened to Thursday's broadcast. Thursday, uh, February 21, that's on me. It's my fault. I did it. My fault.
1: We could give a recap in this episode, maybe when people listen to it
0: yeah I guess we could I've got my notes right here yeah right. Erica was on Erica Greeter was on and we talked about the Sam Houston and President's Day how every dog if you don't know your dog's birthday and your dog lives in Texas and you need to make your dog's birthday March 2 Texas Independence Day
1: okay that's
0: what she does and I think that that's a good rule of thumb so now Winston our little schnauzer that's he looks like a schnauzer but he weighs 50 pounds. Oh wow. I have no idea. I'm going to Like a miniature? S- I'm sending in the DNA stuff to figure out what oh. he is. Oh.
1: We're going to figure out if he's from the region. What's like, What's the opposite Sweden? of miniature? Uh like my- enormous? Oh.
0: He's an enormous schnauzer.
1: But I he- guess just a regular schnauzer.
0: But he doesn't bark like a schnauzer.
1: He barks, like, Dude, I cannot
0: cannot deal, yes. Uh, uh, He has
1: a deep bark.
0: I cannot deal, and a deep yawn, too, in the mornings. Oh, really? I cannot deal with a a barking dog. I cannot abide. My dad has, like, seven of them. Okay. It drives a man crazy. I'm not saying my dad's not a man. I just don't understand why it doesn't drive him crazy.
1: I hope your dad is a man.
0: He is a man.
1: Okay, excellent.
0: Figuratively and literally, but it doesn't drive him crazy. I, I don't know. Um, also, we she talked about column writing, how columns take her about four hours.
1: Okay, wow. Um, that's pretty fast.
0: By the time she goes and opens up the document, I think for yours truly, that's more like... Uh, Six hours? Okay. What I do, whenever I write a column, is I sit down and I just type it all out. And it's a big mess. The syntax is bad.
1: You just got to get the information on the page. I got to
0: get it on the page. Yeah. It comes out to about 950, 1,000 words. And then I've got to taper it down to 800 words. And then I've got to go through and kind of like whenever you watch an artist, put in... um, I'm not calling myself an artist. I'm just saying it's like that. The finesse. Put put in the shading. You know, the... Yes. So it doesn't look like...
1: The details.
0: Mickey Mouse from 1932. Yeah. Right. Um, Put in a little of the Pixar details to the column. Oh, wow. Make things... Make things a little bit artistic. I so think you're it's saying, probably a, an eight-hour process for okay. me by the time I write a column.
1: You're building the saddle. and you got to make it look great. Yeah. So you're saying your, your content's on par with Pixar? No, I'm not. I'm saying oh, okay.
0: it's like Pixar, like you got to put in the 3D.
1: Oh, gotta, I was like, man, it hits you in the feels. But you yeah.
0: know, Ross Ramsey says it takes him about an hour.
1: Well, of course.
0: Freaking... Machine,
1: Yeah. He, guys, guys, he's on living what, the news, you like, know? Like,
0: whatever the Russian was on, the steroids, he's like on journalism steroids, Ross Ramsey. Oh. Drago?
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who was a scientist? Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he had some credentials. Like, he was some sort of, like, a biologist or something. Man,
0: I don't yeah. know how a lab coat would even fit around that dude. Anyway, and then we went into how the Texas Senate is lost. It's just completely rudderless at this point.
1: That was yeah. quick, because like it was in January, we were, as we've said many times, "Kumbaya."
0: Oh yeah. The, Senate, the Senate's laws. I mean, Dan Patrick's a disaster.
1: Is that what it was? It's a like,
0: disaster for Texas. He's absolutely a disaster. Dan,
1: Dan I've Patrick heard, picking on I've heard Kel the most, Seliger?
0: I've heard the most... No, it's not even picking on. At this point, Kel Seliger's picking on Dan Patrick. Oh, I've that's heard the funny. most I've heard the most ardent Charles Perry supporters say, Dan Patrick's crazy. I mean, and they've got a historical foot to stand on there by the way but he is he's a loon and politically a loon uh we didn't get into the lunacy of dan patrick just lightly alluded to it with oh. erica greeter and then uh got into a little bit on how all this socialist talk nobody can nobody can quite define what socialism is but everything's socialist and then how Beto's running Beto o'rourke is running
1: he is officially
0: no i mean officially from this show is there uh i know that you're a big i say that yeah
1: okay no we're we're calling it
0: i yes oh thank you right now i'm calling it and this is politically. thank you buddy this is strictly from a political analysis standpoint. It's not that I'm rooting for Beto. It's not that I'm rooting for Trump. It makes no sense that Beto O'Rourke would not run. It makes no sense to me. He's got. There are people at Laker games that wear his shirt. Okay. Wear Beto shirts. He appeals to both coasts. Even though they think, and I brought you up yesterday... Right. ...that he's too centrist.
1: That's true. He's
0: not liberal enough for them, which is crazy because in Texas it's like Beto is the end of the earth. Old Hal Ketchum song, Small Town Saturday Night, drive too far, you drop off at the end of town. People think you vote for Beto O'Rourke, you're voting for lunacy. But on the coast, the west and east coast... There's a lot of people he's who like He's way him. too conservative.
1: Yeah. I, I think being... Uh, where he's at for me is... Uh, I don't know. It, it really depends on how far how far left he goes. You to, had the Beto Yard sign. Yeah, that's true. But he might want to, like... He might adjust trying to appeal to a larger audience, you know? Nationally, he might be a little bit more left than he was just in Texas.
0: Yeah. And so. that's and that's what I told Greeter, is that the strength of Ben O'Rourke I told her two things. One, Ben O'Rourke captures imagination like nobody else in that field can. Yeah. About the vision for the country. Who are we as a people? He asks those questions like nobody else does on the democratic side. Uh, and number two is this old rule of thumb whenever you're running as a male you want females, maybe in their 50s, to say, I would be proud to have him as a son. Oh, wow. Or yeah. as a nephew. I think And he's that's, a... that's the kind of guy I want. Now, what 50-year-old woman, I don't care what, what race classification we're talking about right, right now. Who would not be proud to say, that's my boy?
1: Oh, Beto? Yeah. He has a beautiful family.
0: And well, you know, he, he really cares about made his family. They themselves think that he's beautiful. Is my yeah, point yeah. is that he meets that attractive meter. For, and we all we all know that Trump is probably going to have problems with with women, like with women voters.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: As especially not maybe not in the other side of Texas, but whenever you get into like the flyover states in the north part of the Midwest, I think that Trump could have some problems.
1: Yeah. I think um there's also In twenty twenty. Right, there's also like the I think there's a Republican candidate like that's saying he's going to run. Who? Let's see.
0: Pulling it up on the new Mac? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's wait for that. Let's get into our break here. And you can break some news here. I was not aware that there could be a Republican running, and we're off and running right here on the other side. Stay right where you are, good stuff ahead. You were with a grin. We do the sound of hailstones, didn't it? It's loud enough you gotta yell now. The whole thing hits me like a song. As we were going to break, Daniel, the digital millennial guru, brings up that there's a Republican who's going to primary Donald Trump. Who is that Republican again?
1: Bill Weld.
0: Bill Weld ran with Gary Johnson. Yes. On an independent ticket. Exactly. Can you do that? Can you go to independent and then come back to Republican?
1: I think he was Republican first and then independent.
0: So he was fighting the Donald Trump machine.
1: That's what he's saying right now, that he wants to be considered.
0: So he's going to primary Donald Trump.
1: Yep. Okay. And they're saying, I guess the question is, is the Republican Party going to allow a challenger?
0: Well, I mean, how can they not I don't allow... Know. He just has to beat the... He's going to make the basic requirements to get on the ballot.
1: And then he's in. Is that common? Does that happen?
0: I don't know how... If a sitting
1: president is, you know, shouldn't he be, like, the head of the party?
0: Unless Hillary Clinton's people took over as Republican operatives within the party. I I don't know how... See what I did there? Oh, yeah. that is Bernie Sanders?
1: Yeah. Well, Bernie's running now. And... I think... But you're not down with Bernie. Ah, I don't think so. Why not? Um...
0: I mean, you're going to stick with Beto.
1: I don't like his Medicaid... Medicare for all. Because? Because... I think... Just throwing more money at that system is a mistake. I think there needs to be a better system. And if it's universal... I think there needs to be universal access, but I don't think it needs to be, like... It shouldn't be free, you know? But there should be some... No,
0: I don't know. I'm just sitting uh, here I mean, listening. like, if
1: you're... I mean, the, if it's free, people will abuse it, you know? So, there needs to be some financial investment in your health. Otherwise...
0: You gotta have skin in the game.
1: right. If it's $5, you know, for a prescription, fine. It just needs to be something.
0: Okay. Let's shift gears right quick and get into a National Friday. Because that seems like the course that we're on. Yeah,
1: we're talking about a lot of uh, national stuff.
0: The Gallup folks I'm putting out a story today. In 2018, 22 U.S. states were Democratic in party orientation. Based on the party preferences or leanings of their residents, another 18 were Republican and 10 were competitive. That four-state advantage is typical of what Gallup has found in recent years, though Democrats enjoyed much larger leads in 2008 and 2009, and Republican states outnumbered Democratic ones in 2015-2016. These figures reflect a net increase since 2017 in the number of Democratic three in Republican states, two with a corresponding decline in the number of competitive states. New Hampshire, Nevada, and Pennsylvania moved from competitive to Democratic. West Virginia, Louisiana, and Indiana shifted from competitive to Republican, while Nebraska went from Republican to competitive the story goes down to this that Texas has been put into Gallup's 2020 polls as a toss up that it could go Democratic or it could go Republican now here's my problem is that a lot of people say well Trump only won by nine over Hillary Clinton And at that time, Daniel... Yes. I was on the Trump train in 2016. I even wrote a song, The Trumpster Rolls, and changed up the lyrics of the Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks.
1: Now it's a Trumpster fire? No. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I just...
0: Texas, at that time, thought that a lot of people called me a liberal for voting for donald trump really, really? i liked his economic agenda at that time i didn't know that he was going to pass the tax cuts that he passed right which i think have been detrimental to middle class folks whenever you go in and you do your, do your tax returns yeah middle class folks are getting they're getting shafted
1: being honest i you know this has been last year was my first year as a business owner And I'm just kind of, like, really avoiding that process right now. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to know.
0: Uh, A lot of people are going to be surprised whenever they go in and they do their taxes. Especially middle class, lower middle class, what's going to happen. I'll say, I was not on board with that. The people who are running that now at that time were absolutely against Trump. And, um... I think a lot of people in Texas didn't vote for Trump at that time in 2016. He won by nine points in Texas. And I think it's because a lot of people didn't vote within that election. It's what I think.
1: So, I guess...
0: They took the presidential off. They didn't vote one way or the other. They couldn't bring themselves to vote for Hillary Clinton. Didn't want to vote for Donald Trump. But now it's just turned into this thing where Trump has defined conservatism and what conservatism means and a lot of people are not down with it. The Conservative Political Action Committee has their meeting next week. We're going to get a guy on next week his name's Heath Mayo who is really opposing the kind of figures that they have at CPAC this year and um Conservative Political Action Committee and uh really taking a lot of offense to the sort of people that are put up now because the conservative movement has changed so much in the past couple of years which as I've argued before Reaganism came in and it wanted to break up Ma Bell and wanted to break up big consolidated government and it did but now what has it done taken to its extreme parched off into a globalism which leaves the middle class behind and that's what a lot of people have a problem with whether whether you're a dissident against bill clinton or a dissident against uh late term reaganism uh recent reaganism then it leaves the middle class behind and leaves the power in a top two percent of global global economics and global investors and I think that's a problem that we're seeing play out. Now, how Trump forges those waters going forward and what a Beto O'Rourke or another challenger has to say about it, I think is the question.
1: Yeah. With those numbers, you know, with uh, Democrats increasing, are those voting numbers or are they just like, you know, they pulled the population or is this based off of voting data?
0: I think it's just projections okay. of what they expect to happen. Okay.
1: Because a a lot of people who identify as liberal don't vote when it comes time. You know, that was was what, you know, during this last election, I didn't vote. Because Bernie Sanders, his experience in the uh, primaries, I didn't like Hillary. You had the
0: Beto sign out front.
1: I voted, I mean, in his most recent election. So you voted
0: in 18, but in 16, you In 16, I didn't
1: vote. Because I didn't feel like it was a fair choice you know in the primary Like, you couldn't there was, bring
0: yourself to vote for either
1: yeah I didn't feel like e- either one I was getting the same thing hmm. which is difficult because there are some policies of the Trump campaign that have directly affected me so you know but I, I, I still hope that there's a lot of choice in this upcoming election but if the guy's not the guy then sometimes it's okay to not make a choice that's still an option
0: to know? sit it out
1: yeah hmm
0: so you could be part of why Texas isn't a red or blue or even purple but a gray state everybody's just sitting back and watching right hmm
1: I don't know I'm not advocating for not being active in your government, but I am saying like not making a choice is still uh it's still an action.
0: To not speak is to speak. Right. There you go. Uh Daniel the digital millennial guru in the studio. Uh you got some news for us? Um some news that we need to hit on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> coming up uh
1: yeah some great news excellent news you won't believe what just happened
0: daniel is gonna get me twisted off in uh the coming segment stick right where you are quickie break get back in with you here on the other side shake the dirt off the shoes come over take a seat. Daniel, the Digital Millennial, in studio with us on a Friday. Um, Daniel, I've got some stuff that I want to get into, but uh, I think you do as well. Uh, some news that we need to hit on?
1: Yes. Um, oh, actually, maybe it's just a question. Um, what is going on with this medical examiner? I'm hearing some really crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, we need. We're gonna get some folks in next week. Oh, to really? talk about, to this? Talk about yeah, that.
1: Yeah. I've heard some rumors about him being a some sort of like '90s horror character, like keeping people's bodies and doing experiments on their organs.
0: Yeah, he's harvesting organ, organs, is what news reports seem to indicate. And now he, he's not had his. He's not had his. Hearing yet. Well, right. But let's see what's. We're talking about the Lubbock County Medical Examiner, and who knows what's going on there?
1: And, you know, he's saying that the previous medical examiner was allegedly paid off in some autopsy reports. So there's. I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on. Yeah, I got
0: to hear from some folks on this because. I don't want to just take a politician's point of view and run with it. Um, I want to hear the other side and then come to a determination. But, you know, it's like Matt Dottray was in studio this week, and he was telling me that, you know, with if, if you're overweight and you die in Lubbock, they're just going to mark it up to a cardiac event. Well, that may not have been the event that killed you. Really? Yeah i don't understand how anybody in this county right now given what's going on at the lubbock county medical examiner's office is able to get any life insurance because who knows what happened and like i said earlier this week if a guy like bob huggins comes to town the coach of west virginia big old belly falls over dead this is not a place that you want to die. Is yeah. in Lubbock right now.
1: I would I would say that's a, a truer sentence outside of this situation. Lubbock is not a great place to die.
0: Outside of this situation.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't die here.
0: Well, I well I mean, like half is of that, all people die within thirty thirty miles of where they were born. Oh, really? Across the globe. Yeah. Oh, dropping wow. some knowledge on you right there, but.
1: So, I I could die here. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You probably will die here.
1: Oh. Chances say it's 50 50. And then, I mean, there's always problems with the medical examiner, so who knows what'll happen.
0: Yeah, no telling why they're going to say that you died.
1: Hopefully, I get buried in the same place as Buddy Holly.
0: Well, maybe you will.
1: Yeah, I will tell
0: you something that a lot of folks are looking forward to is. On Monday, we're gonna do. I've been, really, if you follow me on Twitter at J A Y L E E S O N. I've been talking a lot about alsos and the Texas Monthly this month came out with their big piece on Bucky's, the convenience store, which, to my knowledge, is just on I thirty five. That's the closest Bucky's that you're gonna find. is on I thirty five dallas down to austin you're going to find anything west of there and that's kind of the parameters of this show are west of i-35 so to me bucky's is a non-starter oh right i've been to like one bucky's in my life stopped at a bucky's on a road trip but other than that i've not been to bucky's to me the story west of i-35 is all subs.
1: Well, I think there is a clear distinction about going to Bucky's between going to All subs. When people go to Bucky's, it's by accident, really. Because, you think so? Oh, yeah, because there's not very many of them.
0: How do you just They're accidentally fairly... stumble into the Walmart of convenience stores?
1: Because you're on the road and you're like, wow, you keep saying Bucky's. All right, I think I'm going to stop The there. billboards. Right. Going to all subs is intentional, you know. You're you're thinking, okay, I gotta get some gas. I need a burrito. I might use the restroom, you know. Like, you don't just accidentally go to all subs.
0: Bucky's by accident, all subs by intentionality. Yeah. Okay.
1: You want the burritos? I don't. I can't think of a single like food item that Bucky's has that I'm like, oh yeah.
0: Well, I hear that they have great breakfast burritos and green salsa. Yeah, No. no. I, I, I don't, but I don't know because I don't live close to I-35 is the point.
1: Is it bad to, to do a shout out to uh, the Stripes breakfast burritos? No. Yes. That's bad. Because
0: Stripes is an unmitigated disaster. Because every time I go into Stripes, it's like 10 people long, the line, because they're reshelving moon pies, they don't take care of their customers. Stripes seems to be the perennial company that is under sale. Oh. Okay? They're they're just looking to be for sale for somebody to buy them. Stripes, it never occurred to anybody at Stripes that maybe we should take care of the customer. It didn't. It's that we're the only show in town, like they are in Lubbock. Yeah. The only show in town. They don't have another option I mean, one other convenience, 7 Eleven in stripes.
1: This is here, but you know, another shout out is the Tootin' Totem of Amarillo. Tootin' Totems are everywhere. I My first apartment when I went to college across the street was a Tootin' Totem, and uh, I spent a lot of time there.
0: I'm not... I I don't know much about Toot and Totem.
1: Well, I just figured, you know, if we're going to do some shout-outs for... Classic
0: 80s design on the logo, by yeah. the way. But other than that, not a lot known about Toot and Totem.
1: I think some of our friends in Amarillo would, uh, you know, appreciate a shout-out. I, shout I, I want
0: to know the name. What is the meaning of the name?
1: That's toot my and f- Totem. Yeah. Toot
0: and Totem.
1: Well, yeah, that is very confusing. Well, what is all subs?
0: I don't know, but... Allsup's is not about tooting. Oh,
1: well... And toting... toting them. Their bathrooms are pretty clean. So...
0: But you are an Amarillo native.
1: I was born there. Well, I wasn't born there, but I, I went to elementary school there. So...
0: But I thought you graduated from there, too. I did. Okay. Yeah. So...
1: You, and my folks live there.
0: You were educated there. Yes, I was. Okay, because you kind of just said, I I wasn't born there, but I went to elementary school there.
1: Yeah, I was born there. Is there in... something
0: we need to get into right now?
1: Well, I don't want to get my full biological, like, you know, biographical data, you know, but. You I was, don't? I was born in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I lived there until I was about six. A
0: military kid?
1: No. Okay. Just a kid.
0: All right. Well, to me, and this brings to mind what we got to get into here, too. These DNA tests that I took, I thought I was awesome because I got on Ancestry.com.
1: Oh, you took another one?
0: No, I took the first one. Okay. But since then, I'm really regretting it because now, like, the Chinese are... Oh, they
1: have your their data.
0: ...mandating that you do a DNA test so that they know where you're from what's going on and you never want to have voluntarily participated in a practice that is mandated by the chinese government
1: which I did because right. i'm a moron well they have i mean they have your data now so the, i mean those companies will sell your genetic data which doesn't it seems pretty harmless now but i mean yeah, the yeah. chinese are are finding and tracking people based off of the Uh, DNA they leave behind, so they can tell where you've been and who you are with, and if you are going to get sick later on in your life. If I am going to get sick, what's that mean? Well, there is, you know, there is genetic diseases, or it's like this is why he writes with his left hand. Hmm. You know.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: And his mom liked starved when she was younger. They can tell that kind of stuff, too.
0: Not making me feel better here, Daniel.
1: No, I hope your mom was really healthy growing up. Yeah, she was. Okay, good.
0: And is now. Anything else you want to say about my mom?
1: No. Uh, I met her, and she's lovely, and hello.
0: Thanks, Mom. Uh, So, any other news notes that we need to get into here?
1: News notes. I mean, this Mueller report. Oh, Actually, it's something that I am kind of excited about. This is more techie, more in the Mike Bazaar kind of lane. But uh, the Galaxy Fold. It looks pretty interesting. It's an interesting idea. Kind of a foldable phone. I like that. seems pretty. You have a, a regular cell phone. You open it up, and it's a tablet.
0: How big is it?
1: It's about the size of an iPhone.
0: So it folds up. It's the size of an iPhone, but it folds up.
1: Right. It's not that, you know, thinly clasped, but there is a, you fold it, and it's kind of like a wedge, but just fine.
0: But can you move, I'm sitting here looking at you. You've got your MacBook that's open. You've got your iPhone in your hand. Right. In your left hand. And you're telling me that you can move to Galaxy at this point?
1: Oh, no. I couldn't do that. Um, I'm plugged into the system. I'm just an Apple guy. Okay. But I I would say, like, the concept is cool. It's probably, like, the most exciting thing that has happened to cell phones in a long time.
0: Red pill or blue pill? What do you mean? Well, maybe you're too young for a Matrix reference. That's
1: 1999. I was about 11 years old
0: okay um but you aren't moving over even though it looks cool
1: yeah i'm not doing that okay but uh, i mean you're an apple guy as well so
0: i am apple i actually was thinking the other day how much apple i own and let me just do some math right quick we have two apple desktops at my house We have my watch, we have my wife's watch, we have two iPhones between us, my daughter has an iPad, I have an iPad, I have an old iPad, Charity has an iPad, and um, what else am I missing there? And and all the cords you gotta buy, the extra cords, we are the quintessential on the hook to Apple family.
1: Oh yeah, this is an Apple Enterprise that you're talking about.
0: I mean, we must be in some, I don't know, 5 to $10,000 Apple at my house.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe more. They're pretty expensive. I'm feeling the pain from this new one.
0: How much was the new one? Three grand. What? Yeah. That laptop there was three grand? Yeah. Man, I'm glad the other side of Texas is doing so well.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jay.
0: Man. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners, for Dan- how big is that screen?
1: Um that's- it's about like fifteen inch. No, that's yeah. not
0: the small one. No. Yeah. Uh get into a break here and then be right back. Daniel Digital Millennial Guru and Jay West Texas Leeson breaking down the news. We'll be right back here. In about two minutes.
1: You
0: Howdy, you Jay. So so West Texas Leeson here. I'm going to tell you about my friends at Flint Boot and Hat. They've been building hats since 1994 and repairing boots, I guess, since forever. My dog chewed up my ostrich boots. Jared and his guys replaced the heel, made them look new again, put new pulls on, and at a super affordable price. They've resold my boots and they build great hats. Love these guys. Go check them out. 3035 34th Street or Flint Boot and Hat Shop at Flint and 34th Street. See more at Flinthat.com.
1: Smile, it's gonna be okay. Okay Dentistry, the West Texas way One smile at a time, that's
0: how it's done We we'll treat you like you're the only one on. Your peace of mind is our state of mind We wanna get to know
1: you one smile at a time Smile, it's gonna be okay Jason White Dentistry the West Texas way
0: drive you home as we take you wherever you're going with your podcast you might be uh shaving fixing your hair cleaning the house on the weekend whatever it might be
1: writing an email
0: because a lot of people listen on the weekends
1: yeah that's what you tell me yeah i've said it but uh sunday is our big day um let's see i think more recent
0: you're doing some
1: the uh david yost episode it's really popular
0: yeah People like Yoast, yeah, I don't blame them, so the winds this weekend in Lubbock on Saturday forty mile an hour sustained winds and with gusts up to sixty five miles per hour, Wow, on Kansas Wednesday as we take on Kansas Jayhawks,
1: uh, so Texas Wednesday Tech
0: basketball
1: it's going to be like that for till Wednesday
0: no oh. did I say Wednesday.
1: No. Oh. Yeah. I, I think, think he did. Uh, but, uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. What the winds are supposed to be. I'm not looking be. forward to that. You were showing me a photo during the break of uh your basketball goal. I
0: took a tow rope because we were moving in the next few months. I didn't want to put uh, I bought a new basketball goal. Right. Thanks to this program. Bought a new basketball goal for the kids. Above ground, it's movable. Our whole front yard, because, not because I'm liberal, but because I am conservative. Front yard is all concrete. You can vouch for this. Yeah. It's all concrete. There is no grass, it's stained concrete out in front of our house. And what I did was I took the basketball goal, I filled it full, the base full of water, and then I tow roped it. To a strong established bush. Yeah. So Deep it's, roots. It's not going to move whenever the winds start howling. Because I can't lose. The reason I bought this basketball goal was our old basketball goal's back, backboard broke. Oh. I can't have that again.
1: Yeah, it's unacceptable.
0: No. So I toe roped it, and uh, it, I think it's going to hold out. We're going to be okay. I'm we, gonna get the tow rope on Monday or Tuesday. Okay, put it back in my truck.
1: We should we should set up like a live stream on Facebook of the basketball goal, and then maybe I could start like a little like betting ring where it's like, how long do you think it'll last? Like one hour, five hours, oh. fifteen hours, you know, weighing up to. Are you
0: gonna pay for the betting ring?
1: Oh no, I'm just hoping people like buy in so that I can bet. We and,
0: could do it for a charity.
1: Oh yeah, I that's, mean we could. That's
0: how we get around all this.
1: Oh. Well, that's that's an interesting idea. But based
0: on the pictures that you saw, do you think it's going to withstand the wind?
1: I think that is foolproof. It it looked pretty well tied down.
0: And it's wrapped around the pole, too. It goes from the back of the backboard, because that's where the force is going to come, and then candy canes around the pole, and then into a strong, established bush.
1: Like energy.
0: Like a bush that has trunks that are like three and four inches thick it's gonna
1: withstand it yeah i think i think you're that's total dad mode i think you got it I'm, man.
0: I'm in total dad mode you're right so uh you asked me earlier about things this week was uh glad to have four price look i think that there, i want to talk about the vet school for just a moment and a lot of people surprised at you know, Dustin Burroughs on Ways and Means and as as Chairman. But then on the Higher Education Board, in the Higher Education Committee, in the House, you've got a lot of Red Raiders, either people who represent there, like a John Frulo, or people who uh, graduated from Texas Tech. My thing is, and you're from Amarillo, but my thing is this. It's illegal to make a deal. You can't make a deal in a situation like a speaker's race to say, I'm going to do this and you're going to do that, quid pro quo. Right. But I think it's pretty clear that four price is being... Giving, there's some deference given the poor price on this vet school that's to go to Amarillo. They funded the the vet school fully Excellent. in the house budget. That's great. You got all these red raiders on the higher education board, and I I think that anybody has to look at it and say, "Hey, uh, Texas Tech is running running the house." Even though I think that there are only eight red and black ties in the House oh, of people have, who actually graduated from We have Texas good camp. seats. That's good. Yeah, did really well Guns in the House. Up. But running slow in the Senate, you're at uh, $4 million in the Senate, and you need to be at like 17 and a million. Oh. So how do you make up that difference, that $13.5 million difference between the two? Ford told me, Ford Price told me that that will happen in a budget conference. That the difference will be made up there.
1: Oh, so it's still a mix. We don't, it's a mix up still, but millions. And I don't want to sound petty or,
0: or otherwise here, or make a difference and be like, well, a million dollars, but I think you, a million dollars isn't a big deal, but, Within the state budget, not really a big deal.
1: I mean, oh, like, yeah, when we're talking about, uh, what was it, like, $15 billion, um, surplus, is that right? Or,
0: yeah, with the surplus, and then you're like in.
1: So, I mean, like, when you're arguing, like, you know, two or three or, or 10 million, and, and you have that surplus, which may or not be connected, but. In theory, it's, that's a drop in the bucket compared to, like, the larger budget.
0: Yeah. Something I'm really looking forward to next week, Daniel, is on Monday, a definitive history of the Alsace Burrito and the Alsace brand.
1: Yeah, and I think we earlier shot it out every single convenience store in West Texas. So, you, now you know, like, which ones are which. But... I'm I'm looking forward to that. The also I mean like, I remember when it was just the bean and beef burrito, and now they have like the beef chimichanga, uh, you know, jalapeno and cheese. But is there anything? And maybe it's because I'm approaching forty, right? But
0: to go in and get a diet coke, toss and two bean and beef burritos, the best.
1: Right, I mean, my dad uh you know when I was a i think maybe nine years old, uh he picked up a paper route in Floyd data, and we lived in Plainview at the time, so we would go all the way to Floyd data, throw the papers, and uh you know stop at all. Subs. You would throw the
0: Plainview Daily Herald in Floyd data,
1: yeah, okay, with my dad, I would just sit in the driver's seat, i mean in the passenger seat and just toss them out the window. So... But you would stop by? All steps. And, you know, it. there's something nostalgic to, uh, you know, the bathrooms haven't changed. It's a rite of passage, you know. That's where I learned why you should wash your hands. Because that all steps bathroom. In the all steps bathroom? Yeah. This is why. Because you should. You definitely should.
0: Like the super duper cheap commercial door that anybody could kick down
1: yeah it's barely held on so, i mean like if you're looking to network there's so many phone numbers <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> on the walls <laughs>
1: yeah if you're looking to get your your name out there
0: yeah but that was before yeah networking. That's before yeah that
1: was before cell phones yeah you know hmm. that was really back in the day
0: Well, uh, next week, we're looking forward to doing some Alsips talk. We're going to have John Frulo on the show, State Representative out of Lubbock, uh, our friend Wes Rappaport Reports, uh, Dr. Ted Mitchell, Texas Tech University, and a host of others. Uh, We were hoping that Brandon Darby could make it today, was unable to make it, tried to get him on the program next week as well with all those shows that you'll be editing there daniel
1: yeah hopefully they make it hopefully they get recorded but is we, that is that passive no is no, that no passive it's not. towards me i'm being like this I'm, one I'm this positive. one is recording yes okay that's cool are you asking Was that a question you're the one that hits record right yeah okay
0: i'm making the statement they will be recorded okay because you have it in my calendar you went into my calendar every day i need to. and it,
1: it gives you like a notification record yeah. the
0: show yeah it's funny the it's still there
1: oh it's still it still works yeah oh that's cool but I deleted I just, it off I, mine. Didn't,
0: I didn't hit the button twice that's, a, that's How's the that problem. Work?
1: We're about to have a new system, being a new studio. Is that still. We, we've plugged that a couple times, but I'm looking forward to that. Then it's going to be your responsibility. Yes. All which, right. you know.
0: Glad that yeah, you could come out from behind the scenes and come on the show today.
1: Oh, yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I know the show's ending, but yesterday was that um, documentary.
0: Oh yeah, Saba, Saba and you yeah. and you guys arguing for an hour and a half?
1: That's pretty much it. John Seaborn. It was really stressful at times. You know. Was well, no, it actually, weird
0: seeing yourself on the
1: It was the weird. Screen? It was weird. It was weird remi- like, I mean, there's some uh, difficult like uh, emotions you know, in some places. And so it's like feeling that and seeing that and remembering how I felt during that time It's very strange. Um, do you but, wish you would have been more cool now? I wish I would have been less spacey. I can be kind of spacey sometimes. Really? Yeah. So I need to I need to calm down on that. I had,
0: had to walk that one off.
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, I would say uh, John and KTTZ they did an excellent job, and uh, it was a, it was a very it was a great story. If folks want to see it, where do they find it? Well, um, they're they're still. Finessing premiering it, yeah. So, yeah. um, there is a uh, um, you can go to the website and uh, dreamwithme.com, I think is what it's called, and uh, there'll be uh, it'll be on iTunes, Netflix, so you'll be able to see it soon.
0: For Daniel, the digital millennial guru, and all the things we got into, uh, gonna go home now, gotta get home, great family above average dinner i've been just giving my marching orders on what to pick up on the way home i'm not excited about it chicken hashtag dion's pizza oh man not very good
1: you don't like dion's
0: no not not a big fan oh also
1: burritos i could really go for that uh, or, or maybe some capital pizza until right.
0: next time, my friends, Ravon buddies, Ravon, Mrs. Leeson is calling now. Gonna jump off and uh keep on raving on. We'll talk to you next week, right here on other side of Texas. Oh Shipwreck on the mountain, rubber neck and all the outlook. It's who we wanna be Bury up and just make it until step over the... it.